Back in September 2020, I made the 5K plan, and it recently dawned on me that I haven't actually turned any of this into a podcast. Now, as I'm having to take a little bit of time choosing what workouts I do in order to try and heal a bit of a back injury, I figured that now is the right time to give you folks listening to the podcast some kind of structure with this 5K plan while I deal with my own injury. So, what's going to follow for the next few weeks is the 5K plan, which will start off with a prologue workout and then get into that plan properly. But in this episode, what I'm going to do is play the audio from a video I made about the importance of baseline testing when it comes to getting into a plan. Now this is the same whether it's a 2k plan, a 5k plan, a 10k plan, whatever you're doing, you do need a baseline. So it's only seven or eight minutes long, so what I suggest is strapping into a machine, just do some low rate rows and listen to what I have to say and Hopefully it will make sense and you will adopt what I'm doing. If you have any comments at all about the 5k plan itself, please do get in touch either at info at rowalong.com or through the Facebook group or, well, anywhere you like really. And remember that all of these podcasts do exist as YouTube videos as well if you want to row along to a video rather than just the audio of me rowing. All right, thanks so much for being part of this and what's about to follow is my baseline test chat. Hi there, today's episode is one where I'm going to be talking to you rather than rowing with you. However, you might want to still strap into the machine and just go for a long slow row or a warm up while I go through it. Today I want to talk about baseline testing and why it's important. Now there's two reasons for this. The first is, well, just to give you an idea of how well you've done across a training plan, but the other is to give you a training pace to do that plan at. So let's look at a 2K training plan for instance. What you really want to do is, before you start the plan, do a 2K test and write down the time it took you to cover that 2,000 meters. Then you go through the plan and at the end of it, you do another 2K test and you compare the two times. Hopefully, you've gone faster, okay? Now, that'll either give you the motivation to do something else, I move on to a 5K training plan, or if you think, wow, that's fantastic, I really enjoyed that, you just go straight back to the beginning and you start again for the next four weeks and see if you can get faster, okay? So that's really the, the, the main reason for a baseline test is just that, so you know how you've improved over time. But the other reason is to give you a training pace. Now, most of the plans that I do are based on your 2K training pace. Now, what that means is your baseline test at the beginning, you look at your total time and you divide it by four, okay? Because there's four 500 meter splits in a 2K. And that time is your 2K training pace. So let's say you did your 2K in eight minutes, right? So that's obviously divided by four, easy maths here. That's a two minute training pace. So when I say to you, today we're gonna row at 2K plus 18, then if your average is two minutes, then you just add on 18 seconds. So you'll be rowing that session at two minutes and 18 seconds. Say your average for the 2K was 740. Well, the, divide that by four, that's gonna be 155. So my 2K plus 18 will be two minutes 13. Maybe you just set your monitor to the slash 500 meter split screen, and that's what you want to see on the screen is 213. Now, it doesn't matter if you started off your 2K test at like 140 and then slowed all the way down to 220 by the end of it. It's the average we're talking about, okay? So that's what your body is capable of right now to do a 2K test. And then what happens is you do all your training at that training pace. Four weeks later, you do your test. 
and then that's your new average. So say your original one was eight minutes and then you managed to do the next one at 7.40, then your new training pace is that 155 that I mentioned. Hopefully that makes sense. So training pace is vital, okay? This is how we can kind of make a cookie cutter plan for everybody because no matter whether you cover your 2K in 10 minutes or you cover it in six minutes, the kind of the increase by going 18 seconds slower than your... Um, than your 2K average or 18 seconds faster than your 2K average. The difference for these two rows is exactly the same in terms of the, the effort they're putting in. So this is how you don't have to be exactly the same kind of elite rower for an elite training plan. It doesn't matter who you are, these are just as applicable because it's based on what you are capable of, not what someone thinks you should be capable of, okay? Now, how does this then apply to different distances? Well, you can use your 2K training pace for other distances, but it doesn't really extrapolate that well because of how our bodies are all different. So no matter what distance you're doing, it's important to do a baseline test first. So even if, if it's a, a 5,000 meter, 10,000 meter, a half marathon, a 1,000 meter, whatever, always do one first so you know what you're capable of and then think about doing one at the end so you know how well that training plan has, uh, has done for you. I mean, obviously you want to know, you just spent five, six weeks on a training plan, you want to know what, what the outcome of the end is. So uh, that's the importance from that point of view that you have your results. But then from a training pace point of view, quite a lot of the time you can kind of uh, you, you mold your training place slightly for the distance you're doing. So when I'm doing a 5K training plan, what I do is I give you a 2K pace. So if I say 2K plus 18 for a session, I'll then give you a 5K pace. So I'll say 5K plus 13. And if you have that 5K baseline in the bag, that's the one to use. Because it might be that your body is, um, say your, uh, your fitness is better than your strength. It might be that your 5K time is actually a better reflection of what you're capable of than a 2K. Or if your strength is better, then maybe your 2K is really fast because you're able to unload your muscles over that short period. But your fitness isn't great, so your 5K pace is a lot slower. Um, so therefore, you need to kind of back off a little bit in order to get through those 5K sessions. So it's important that you really try and use the training pace and the baselines for the distance that you're working for. Now, what I don't tend to do is use uh, a, a tweaked pace for the 500 meter and the one minute events. I kind of tend to still go around the 2K pace for that. The difference being that for those training plans, really the sessions you're looking at are either long, slow ones or like eye bulging strength ones. So it doesn't really make sense to say, look at your uh, one minute time and then take off 10 seconds. Because really all you're trying to do is just unload your legs and just put in everything into it. Um, so then the 2K training pace for these kind of long, slow, steady state intervals, it works perfectly for you. So um, really what you'll see is as you go through the plans, I'll always give you these indications for what you're supposed to do. I'll, I'll, I'll always base it around a 2K training pace, but if we're doing a 5K training plan or eventually a 10K training plan, I will give you that baseline. Um, as well as the 2K so that you can always be kept straight. And like I say, use the baseline for the distance you're doing rather than trying to like extrapolate and pull out the data from a 2K test. So that's the importance of baseline testing um, and really try not to uh, shy away from it. The good thing about doing these is you kind of, especially for the 2K, I mean the 2K distance is like a nasty one to do, but if you're doing one every four weeks, you get your head around it. See, if you run scared from the 2K test because it's tough, 
when you eventually come back to it, it's like the boogeyman and you're scared to do it because you know it's going to be tough. I've not done a 2K in ages and I'm really kind of thinking, oh, I don't want to do another one. Whereas when I was at the period of doing one every four weeks, it was just a bread and butter thing to do. So there's a kind of, there's a, it's definitely a mental side to having these regular tests within the bag. Um, so you're not, like I say, running scared of them. Now, it might well be that you're doing all of these things, you're not doing it for a performance, you're just doing it to give you structure, in which case you don't have to always test yourself. But that training pace that I was on about, that's the important part, is that if you've done a baseline and then you've done the plan and actually you're stronger and fitter and faster, if you're still using your original baseline test for another cycle of that plan, there's a good chance you're gonna be like five seconds too slow on that training pace and it's not gonna be giving you the increases that you're looking for. So to give these little benchmark tests, these baseline tests every now and then, it helps you to get fitter and faster rather than just kind of hitting a plateau and circling around and going, this plan doesn't seem to be working for me anymore. So there we go. There's a big, long, ranty chat about the importance of baseline testing. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you will then look at the 2K and 5K plans that we currently have and then keep an eye out for the future ones too. Thanks very much. Have a great day. Stay safe. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.